Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. That's right, folks. Today is Thirsty Thursday. Uh, once again, the uh, the first full day of the weekend, or at least the attempted weekend for us. So I hope you guys are all having a, a good Thirsty Thursday. Uh, Mike, once again, is uh, on the road doing his work thing, so it's just going to be us today. So make sure, however you're watching, make sure to go ahead and chime in, and uh, you know we'll be looking for your comments. But before we get started today, uh, let's go ahead and give a quick shout-out to our sponsors. All right, we're going to start off today once again with Hitman Industries. You'll find them at hitmanindustries.net. If you've purchased an AR in the last few years, chances are you already have one of their barrels. But why not get another one? Why not uh, do a rebuild or why not rebarrel your current rifles? However, you, whatever you decide to do, trust me, they have exactly what you need right there uh, at Hitman Industries. Then there's the California Republican Assembly, better known as the conscience of the Republican Party. At least that's what Ronald Reagan had to say. Uh, once again, working to help elect Republicans at all levels of government, from school board all the way up to president of the United States. Check them out at CA. C-R-A-G-O-P.org. That's C-R-A-G-O-P.org. Become a Cal part of California's future today. And then we've got Hog Holsters, helping America wear guns. You can find them at hogholsters.com. The best tactical uh, inside the waistband, outside of the waistband, uh, uh, concealed carry uh, pistol holsters you will ever find. And the great part is you can get a discount. All you got to do is use the discount code, the rundown, all caps, no spaces. Get your Hulk holster today. And finally, veteran-owned and operated, uscombatgear.com. Uh, if you need outdoor gear, tactical gear, boots, hats, whatever it is, trust me, they've got it there. Uh, check them out today. Uh, they operate with integrity, have great prices, fast shipping. Check them out today. All right, now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's go ahead and get into today's stories. Uh, good news for Californians, uh, and that is that Gavin Newsom is out of the state or has been out of the state. He's been on a bit of a, what he, he's calling it his red state tour. Uh, and the whole point of this is, and we all know, uh, he's running for president. Uh, he's not said he's running for president. In fact, he's flat out said he's denied that he's running for president. But we all know that he's running for president. Uh, because he keeps going to states, and by the way, this this current visit is, it's one of several uh, several places that he's visited. Let me see here, where are the states that he has visited? Uh, he's been to Alabama, he's been to uh, Mississippi, uh, he has been to uh, he's been to Texas. Uh, now he is uh, now he's in Florida, and he decided to go to Florida uh, to comment on uh, well to basically badmouth Florida. Now, what I well let me let me, let me go ahead and show you the story here. So anyway, so while he was there, he decides he's going to take the time and badmouth Florida. In fact, Gavin, he says here, Gavin Newsom makes surprise stop at Florida college uh, to attack DeSantis. He says, he's crawling out of my, he says, quote, I'm crawling out of my skin for you. Oh my God, this guy, anyway, says California governor, Gavin Newsom, Democrat, ah, Gavin, Governor Gavin Newsom, Democrat, California, followed up his national red state tour on Wednesday at a new college of Florida uh, to criticize Governor Ron DeSantis, Republic, Ron DeSantis, Governor of Florida's policies. The visit was considered a surprise stop on Newsom's plan to visit several Republican-led states that he previously banned official travel over over the uh, tra the banned official travel to over the week. During some uh, during this time, Newsom spoke 
with about two dozen new college students, faculty, and community members at the new Sarasota Public Library in response to DeSantis's recent appointment of six conservative board members. He says, I'm crawling out of my skin for you, said uh, Newsom said, and I want you to know you're not alone, you matter. Now, here's the interesting part. Um, Governor, if things are so bad in these red states that you are moving to, then why is it all of them have seen an increase in population while California has seen steadily year over year during your administration is seeing a decline. Businesses are leaving. Taxpayers are leaving. People who are retiring are leaving. People who are working are leaving. Why is there a mass? Matter of fact, the only people that are moving to California are homeless people and illegal illegal aliens, people who have entered our country illegally. Those are the only ones coming to California. I just find it odd. I just find it incredibly odd that California has broken a record Right for the number of U-Hauls that have left California and not only to find not find a way back to California. Gavin Newsom, you have made California outrageously expensive. Uh, I was just watching the show on CN, uh, CNN the other day. Well, I wasn't watching the show. Uh, someone shared a video with me where the guy from Shark Tank basically said, "Yeah, no, we're not we're not uh, investing in California like states like New York, California. Uh, there we're just we're just flat out." We're, we're removing, we're not investing any money in companies based in those places because you just can't do it. San Francisco is becoming a ghost town. I mean, you have the San Francisco Chronicle has said, by the way, San Francisco, the, 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 the city that uh, Gavin Newsom used to be the mayor of, you know, the, the, the place where he said he had a, a, a 10-year plan to fix homelessness in San Francisco. And, uh, well, homelessness is worse now than when he was, than when he was mayor. Um, I guess you could say, I guess you could say that's a kind of a, not, well, it's not an improvement, but I guess you could say that maybe he did a better job with homelessness than the people are doing right now. I don't know. But I think a lot of it is once again, uh, California policies, it's San Francisco policies, uh, Sacramento. Now the city where he lives in now, uh, is the only, is the one city where it has, it has even more homeless people than San Francisco. So that ought to tell you something. Uh, but once again, I just find it incredulous that, uh, this is a guy who, who, I mean, I'm sorry, but the people who live in Florida seem to be very happy with him because he won so overwhelmingly, uh, that it's, there's not even a comparison, but anyway, so Gavin Newsom has decided that he is going to go and, uh, and bad mouth. Like I said, the one guy who is, uh, whose state is doing well, his economy's doing well. He didn't lock down. So guess what? His students are doing well. Uh, but here in California, our, our kids, I mean, it's so bad in California that overwhelmingly, uh, mo- the overwhelming majority of kids cannot read, write, or do math at grade level. That's, that's the state of California. That is where we are right now. Uh, and Gavin Newsom is, and Gavin Newsom wants to go someplace and he wants to, uh, bad mouth their education or their, their bad mouth their state. I don't think so, buddy. Don't think so at all. All right, moving right along. Uh, oh, okay. So this next one, you remember that there? You remember there was a, a a shooting at a Texas church, and you remember the guy who actually did the shooting. Uh, he was. Uh, turns out he was actually should have been prohibited from being able to own a firearm because he was convicted of a felony while in the military. That would have basically been 
disqualifying for him to be able to purchase a firearm. Well, needless to say, they misreported or they didn't. The Air Force did not report on his felony conviction. So as a result, he was able to purchase a firearm. And uh, uh, well, once again, and we, and we already know this, in most cases, the reason why, in most cases, uh, a lot of these shootings, they know that there is a problem. And this was a guy who, once again, shouldn't have gotten a gun, but they let him have one, right? Well, now they have now settled a lawsuit, the, Cal- the U.S. Department of Justice, I'm sorry, has settled a lawsuit for $144 million. Now, there were 13 people who were shot and killed. I believe it was 13, 12 or 13. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. More than two dozen were killed. I stand, I, I stand corrected. It says more than two dozen people were killed uh, when Devin Patrick Kelly opened fire during a Sunday service, the First Baptist, uh, First Baptist Church. Uh, of Sutherland Spring Church of Sutherland Springs. Matter of fact, uh, for Coffee with Craig, I actually did an interview with the gentleman who uh, who wound up taking the guy who wound up taking the guy out. This is a guy with an AR and no shoes. <laughs> AR, no shoes. That's right. And uh, he wound up uh, t- taking the guy out uh, as he exited the church. Um, anyway, uh, but they've now settled the case which I find incredibly interesting because uh, I think in a lot of these cases, uh, once again, you're going to find that it was a government failure. Uh, Orlando, same exact thing. Uh, The Riverside shootings, same thing. In many, many, many of these cases, these are individuals who, if if you would have had the government actually do their jobs, and that's the problem is they keep wanting to pass more gun laws, but in reality, they're not enforcing the ones that we have. Uh, the only people that are really enforcing laws against are, are law-abiding citizens. Anyway, so yeah, so this individual basically won, uh, the, these folks uh, won $144 million lawsuit. And uh, I say, uh, uh, you know, it, I, I'm sure that they would rather have their loved ones. Uh, and the worst part about this is, is that, you know, it's we the taxpayers who have to pay for the failures of, of, uh, of, the, of the Department of Justice. That's sad, but true. And uh, let's see. Let's move on to our next story. Uh, Yavaldi students protest for walk out and protest for gun control. Now, so yeah, you know, let me pull the story up here. It says Yavaldi students walk out and protest to protest gun violence. I'm scared of dying every day. Students of the Uvalde Independent Consolidated School District staged a walkout on Wednesday to protest gun violence, acknowledging the 19 elementary school children and two teachers who were killed after uh, after the massacre at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas last May. Students said they took inspiration from, from students in Nashville, Tennessee, who conducted a massive walkout on Monday related to the Covenant School shooting which left three children and three faculty members dead. That walkout was led, has led to days of peaceful protesting at the Tennessee State House. Now, you know, what's funny is, is I'm, I'm sitting up here and I'm watching these students talk about how they feel like they, they, they feel they'll, they're scared, right? First of all, let's, let's, let's lay a few things out. Number one, um, School shootings, as, as horrific as they are, and they are horrific, 
are a rarity. Even still to this day, they are a rarity. Many of the things that they, many of the, they are rare even amongst the quote unquote, you know, mass shootings. School shootings are rare. Uh, and when they occur, they generally occur at places, once again, uh, that are gun-free zones. They, you've, you've never heard of a campus that allows uh, staff to carry firearms. Uh, you've, never heard of a, you've never heard of a school shooting. It's never happened. And it doesn't happen because uh, when these folks decide that they are going to engage in these things, they basically look for target-rich environments where they're going to meet little resistance. And, uh, and, and, and anyway, so, that, so first of all, there is that. It, it, when they do decide that they're going to do it, uh, that's what happens. But really what it is is that between the media and the policymakers, you have them scaring kids. And that's really what it is. Uh, they are the ones that are putting this fear in children. Uh, and it's really quite sad. Um, you know, the way in which you address issues like this is you help people to be prepared. Uh, if you had a rash of heart attacks on school grounds, guess what you would have more of? You would have more AEDs, right? Uh, if you were going to, if you have more, uh, like they're talking about now that you're having more opio opioid overdoses because of the fentanyl crisis. Well, guess what they decided to do? They decided to put Narcan in schools. I mean, you prepare, right? I don't understand why in all of those cases they decide that's the way to go. But the idea of someone uh, who is uh, trained, someone who is prepared uh, and in a position where they can defend themselves and defend others, uh, why that is so crazy. When, when, like I said, oftentimes when you know, cops are minutes away when seconds matter. And you saw uh, there, you saw there in, uh, uh, in Tennessee, you saw how once an individual with a gun is on scene, how quickly these things end. Uh, it, within three and a half minutes of an officer showing up uh, there in Nashville, uh, the, the, the perpetrator was dead. Now, I, I get why they're concerned there in Uvalde because, and by the way, that's part of the, one of the reasons why you need to have individuals be able to carry because when law enforcement does show up in some cases, like in the case of Uvalde, uh, they sit around outside. That's exactly what happened to Parkland, right? They sit around outside, they don't do anything, uh, and, people, more, and people, more people wind up dying. That's what happens. And it's sad, uh, but it's the truth. And uh, I would rather not outsource my my personal defense. I would rather uh, I would rather take that responsibility myself. And I know a lot of people, other people would. And I get that you don't want to. And if you don't want to, if some of you out there don't want to, that's fine. That, that's on you, but you live with the consequences. Don't take my rights away from me. Just, I don't know. Just my just my two cents. And finally, we have an instance where a, uh, a North Carolina Democrat has decided that they're going to switch parties. And the, the interesting thing about this particular individual is that about this particular instance is, is that it, it has now made it so that uh, the Republicans there in North Carolina have a veto proof majority right in the legislature. And that's important because right now they have a Democrat governor and uh, their democrat governor has has pushed all sorts of nonsense and all sorts of liberal nonsense and uh, now 
they can do whatever it is. Now they can pass laws that they want. And it doesn't really matter if the governor decides to sign it or not, because uh, they can go, they can overturn his, they can overturn any of his vetoes. So that's going to be fun there. There's going to be some good things happening there in North Carolina. Um, let's read about kind of why she decided, uh, why she decided to change parties. It says here, the party switch announced by a representative, uh, Tricia Cotham of Mech, Mecklenburg County means Republicans now hold a 72 seat now hold 72 seats required of in the 120 seat house to hold a veto proof majority. Republicans already ha- held 30 of the 50 seats in the Senate uh, needed to override vetoes if party members are present and voting. But until Wednesday, they were one seat shy of a similar advantage in the House uh, the November following the November elections, recently improving margins, recently improving margins for Republicans in the general assembly capped off by Gotham's switch have emboldened North Carolina party, uh, to try again on topics such as gun rights, immigration, and voting. Republicans are interested in further restrict, in further restricting abortion, uh, following last year's U S Supreme court decision returning overturning Roe v. Wade. Gotham, a former teacher and assistant principal who had served in the House for nearly 10 years through 2016 before returning in January, announced her decision at a news conference at the North North Carolina Republican Party headquarters. I will not be controlled by anyone, uh, Gotham said, as she announced she would switch her party registration to GOP. She said the Democrat Party no long, is, is no longer a big tent and tries to bully its members. She said that she was considered a spy and a traitor and that the turning point was when she was criticized for using the American flag and praying and praying hands emoji on her social media and on her vehicles. Now, for any of you out there who are patriotic Democrats, uh, and your party is criticizing people, criticizing them for using American flag emoji. Or how about this? If you are a Christian Democrat and you use praying hands and you're being criticized by people in your party, here's the thing, folks. I'm going to say this in particular, this is, this is more, I'm just going to say this for, for my, for my Christian Democrat friends. Um, you are in a party that does not believe in your values that actively works against your values. Um, I don't understand how you can be a Christian and be a member of the Democratic Party uh, at this point. Uh, Unless, and I'll say this, unless you are in the Democratic Party fighting for your Christian values. Now, I'm all for that. You want to be a Christian in the Democratic Party, fight for your Christian values. But you cannot sit there and continue to support people who are trying to undermine your, what, who are trying to undermine your faith. And that's exactly what they're trying to do at every turn. So if you are, once again, if you are a Democrat uh, and you are a Christian right now, at least the way the policies that they're pushing, that's an oxymoron. I'm sorry to put it that way. Uh, I, you know, I, I have good friends who are Democrats, who are Christian. And to this day, the hard worst part is, and I always say, I ought to be able as a Christian, as Christians, we ought to be able to sit down and say, okay, well, what does the Bible say about this? 
What does the Bible say about that? What does the Bible say about taxation? What does it say about welfare? What does it say uh, about uh, about the right to self-defense? What does it say about abortion? What does it say about marriage, about raising children, and all of these things? All of those things are there, right there in the Word. And we ought to be able to look and read and say, okay, this is what it says. And come to some sort of an agreement, right? You, if you believe that the Bible supports, your faith supports what you, what, what you would, the issues that you're pushing, let me see it. Show me the scripture. The thing is, it never happens because it doesn't support what you believe in any way. And yet you still advance those values. You don't serve two masters. You serve one. And it ain't the God that, uh, that uh, Christians are supposed to be serving. You know, that, that, that's just, that there be the, that there be the way be. I know you don't like it. I know you don't want to hear it, but that is exactly, that is exactly how it is. And, uh, you y'all just, y'all just need to suck that up. All right, moving right along. Let's see here. Uh, we are now on to our parting shots brought to you by hog holsters. Get your hog holster today at hogholster.com. Make sure do you to use the discount code, the rundown, all caps, no spaces. Get your hog holster today. Uh, you guys know we're we're having fun. It's it we're having fun with uh, Mr. Alvin Bragg. Uh, yesterday uh, he said this is this was this was really hilarious. Alvin Bragg when he in the in the in his press conference said that we will not normalize criminal behavior uh, in uh, in in New York City, and yet here you have revealed terrifying rap sheets of the ten worst NYC NYC criminals who were repeatedly released by Manhattan DA Bragg and he is focused on while he is focused on the Trump indictment. Now these are people who have you've got instances of people who have beat people up. You've got instances of people who have uh, pushed people in front of uh, subway cars. Uh, you've got people who've shot people. I mean these are all people who have been once again have been repeatedly released, right? They've been arrested. And then have been let go by D.A. Bragg. So one finds it very, very difficult to believe that he can be that he can say with a serious face. That's what gets me. He says it with a, such a serious face. I, I, I find it incredulous. Anyway, uh, moving right along. Oh, here's another one on D.A. Bragg. This was a tweet that was sent out by Donald Trump. It says Alvin Bragg shut down New York City, brought in thirty eight thousand nypd officers and will spend an estimated 200 million dollars of nyc funds for a totally legal 130 thousand dollar nda which by the way yes you ndas paying someone for an nda is not illegal there's absolutely nothing illegal about it on top of that the ninth circuit the Ninth Circuit of all places just awarded me, Donald Trump, $122,000 over, this is over and above, the $500,000 already awarded from the stormy, well, he calls her horse face, Daniels. Now, folks, one has to wonder. One, you, you guys, there's, there's, one has to wonder, and there is not a legal expert that I have heard that has said, that that this is a that this is a a decent case, let alone a case that should be the first time a a former president has ever been indicted. Um, 
This is an example of a malicious prosecution and a waste of taxpayer dollars. And I, I'm very, very much looking forward. I'm, I'm wondering how he's going to be held accountable. I, I really do. Really want to see that. And by the way, talk about being held accountable. I think the voters of Chicago are going to be held accountable because uh, they went, the voters of Chicago, says Chicago voters vote out a 100% libtard socialist and vote in a 100% libtard socialist. It says libtard ideology with new leadership, socialism will work this time. Uh, yeah, that's kind of the way they do it. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's, it's amazing to me when you look at uh, Democrat-controlled city X, right? It's amazing how they go, they continue to go, they elect one, they elect a Democrat, then they elect another Democrat, then they elect another one, and things just continue to get worse. I don't get it. All right. Well, folks, it's about that time, but before we go, let's do a quick shout out to our sponsors, Hitman Industries. You'll find them at hitmanindustries.net. Get your rifle and pistol length barrels today. You've got the California Republican Assembly, the conscience of the Republican Party. Check them out at cragop.org. Then you got Hog Holsters. You'll find them at hogholsters.com. Use discount code RUNDOWN, all caps, no spaces. Check them out today. And then finally, you got uh, uscombatgear.com. Check them out, folks. Great tactical gear, uh, great outdoor gear, whatever you need. They have it there at uscombatgear.com. And with that, the show is a wrap. We very much appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate you liking and sharing the program. And we will see you tomorrow on Feedback Friday. Talk to you later.